Suffolk Site News. Suffolk Site News. Suffolk Site News, July 2021. Hi, I'm Kate. I'm the volunteer coordinator for Suffolk Site, and I'm going to be reading you the latest edition of our newsletter. The theme for this edition is just all about Suffolk. And the front cover has five images of different local landmarks. We have the Abbey Gate from Bury St Edmunds, Christchurch Mansion from Ipswich, the town centre after a rainstorm in Stowe Market with a, a rainbow, the Haverhill Arts Centre, and the lifeboatmen statue from Lowestoft. The text inside the covers and on the back cover is information telling you all about us and our services and, and how to contact us. So I'm going to read that at the end. However, there is a small COVID-19 update and I shall read this now. We are carefully restarting our face-to-face services in line with government guidelines. Due to the layouts of our offices and many of our staff working from home, it is still not possible to accommodate drop-in visits to either of our resource rooms. We are excited to be working with our volunteers on the reopening of our clubs and hope to have all of our groups meeting again by the autumn. The contents of this edition include a message from Jeff Staff, Chair of the Trustees, a spotlight on our clubs, a befriending and telephone counselling update, our Safi Says feature, which this time is answering the question, what is a podcast? Any events? supporting Suffolk site and other local news. This edition of our newsletter is dedicated to all the members, friends and loved ones that we have lost during the past 18 months. Saying goodbye is always hard and sharing that grief helps enormously. To not be able to come together, share memories, hug or just be silent in a shared space has taken its toll on many of us. In reading this, we hope it creates in some way a sense of collective remembering of all the memories and friendships we've been blessed with. Our clubs may feel a little different when we welcome people back, but we hope we can all find some benefit in sharing memories of those who are no longer with us. Page two, a message from Jeff Staff, Chair of Trustees, titled, We are all hoping for better times ahead. Following the recent announcements regarding the delayed step four out of lockdown, My message is more upbeat this time as we continue to enjoy increasing freedoms brought about by the lifting of restrictions. Our staff and volunteers are returning to fully running and supporting the charity and offering services to our members. We are also beginning to look at the ways we can open up our social clubs safely to bring people together to enjoy the friendship and support that they have experienced in the past. This edition of our newsletter focuses on the clubs and the fantastic service they provide. As one of those working with a team of volunteers at Haverhill, I look forward to meeting up with both old friends and friends-to-be as new members join. As we focus on the clubs, we must not forget the work that is undertaken by volunteers and staff alike to support our wider membership which totals over two and a half thousand across Suffolk, as they too are looking forward to providing that more personal touch that comes with face-to-face contact. Also included in this edition is an article about 
cars on the green at Bardwell, which is particularly pleasing to us all at Suffolk site, as this is the first outreach event that we have attended since early 2020. It's another example of the way things are slowly beginning to return to normal. In addition, we feature two new members of our team who bring with them additional skills and experience to strengthen our existing capabilities in ensuring our future. I and my fellow trustees would like to thank everyone who has supported us through these difficult times and I know all at Suffolk Site look forward to getting to see and help as many of our people as possible in the weeks and the months ahead. We would also like to express our sincerest thanks to Leslie Hodgkiss, who, after more than 20 years as a community worker, has decided to retire at the end of July 2021. I'm sure you will all join me in wishing Leslie a happy and well-earned retirement. And that's from Jeff Staff, Chair of Trustees. Page three, Spotlight on Suffolk Site Clubs. Beckles and Bungie Club. The last time our club met was in February 2020, and we don't plan to reopen until September 2021 at the earliest. I have tried to keep in touch by sending small messages in the post, plus cards at Christmas and Easter. I know how hard it has been for our members to be cut off from our socials for so long, but I do hope they will feel confident enough to return once it is deemed safe. During the past three years, we have had the pleasure of celebrating two centenarians. Firstly, Gwen Harris in 2019, and secondly, Joan Lawrence, who reached her 100 years on the 19th of December 2020. I was able to visit her on the day and present her with the celebratory cake we had made for her. It was a happy occasion and she was on good form. Sadly, she had a fall more recently. Her health gradually deteriorated and I attended her funeral on the 27th of May. It was so interesting to hear of her young days as a wren in the WAAF and other aspects of her long life. We look forward to resuming our normal activities, which include trips, out for lunch or afternoon tea and the occasional entertainer. But most importantly of all, enjoying once again each other's company. And that's from Jennifer Langeskoff, chairman. And there's a photograph of Joan Lawrence with her card from the Queen on her 100th birthday. Halesworth and Southwold Club, a club that meets on the third Thursday of each month in the day centre in Halesworth. Clare Seekers, there are plenty of things we are all missing about not being able to get together. I think most of us would agree that shared laughter is something we're really good at. We all enjoy the less serious things that we do together the annual sports day, some of the daft craft projects and games that we think up, the sing-songs and of course our very popular pub lunches. The thing that is special about Clare Seekers is the people, the members and the volunteers who over the years have formed lasting friendships. And of course we very often talk about past members who for various reasons are no longer with us. They've all left a lasting legacy. And the photo here shows the Clare Seekers playing past the hat. Lowestoft Social. It's been a long year since our last meeting in February 2020. And although I have been keeping in touch with our social members over the telephone, it hasn't been the same. Our meetings would normally take place on the last Tuesday of the month, from January to November, at the Lowestoft Centre for Over 60s in the town centre. Members chat, discuss issues 
and get advice from people dealing with similar sight problems, whilst enjoying some singing and refreshments, ending the afternoon with a raffle. I'm hoping by the end of the summer we will be able to return. Our pre-Christmas meal and special raffle, to which we also invite new Suffolk site members and supporters who help with local fundraising, brings our year to an end. If you would like to join our social or would like information about other clubs in Lowestoft, please contact me on 01502 585 329. And that's from Catherine, Secretary of the Lowestoft Committee. Suffolk Sight Juniors is a social group for school-aged children with a visual impairment and their families. It is held at Red Gables, Ipswich Road, Stowmarket, IP141BE from 10.30 to 12.30pm on the first Saturday of every month. Suffolk Site Juniors is currently free of charge and siblings are welcome to come along too. Unfortunately, due to COVID-19 restrictions, the group has been suspended for the past 15 months. We are delighted to announce that, all being well, the group will reopen with a meeting in the garden at Red Gables on the 7th of August, followed by the programme of activities listed below. We were able to meet up at Needham Lake during the half-term school holiday and luckily the weather was kind to us. There was lots of chatter and laughter as everyone had a good catch-up. The children also enjoyed a nature walk around the lake, a nature quiz and were even entertained by Kezia singing to us all. The Suffolk Site Juniors Programme for 2021 is as follows. Saturday the 4th of September as an art attack. Saturday the 2nd of October, it is an animal themed session. Saturday the 6th of November, it's a bonfire night themed session. And the Saturday 4th of December is the fancy dress Christmas party. For more information, please contact Amanda Eaves on 01284 748800 or email a.eaves at suffolksite.org.uk and Amanda's surname is spelt E-A-V-E-S. There are two lovely photos on this page and they show the children having fun at Needham Lake. Berry VIP Club. This is a monthly club which meets at the Morton Hall Community Centre on the outskirts of Berry St Edmunds on the first Tuesday of the month. Volunteers and members enjoy a variety of entertainment throughout the year which includes an annual quiz local musicians, a summer outing and a Christmas lunch. Shotley Peninsula Social Club The members of the Shotley Peninsula Social Club are, without exception, looking forward to being able to attend our monthly socials again. We meet on the last Wednesday of every month at Stutton Community Hall on the Shotley Peninsula a venue which is fairly central for everyone involved. The afternoon consists of a variety of entertainment followed by an afternoon tea and a raffle. On one occasion in March, our entertainment was a talk on crime prevention, which was followed by the police officer judging the Easter bonnet competition. In July and December each year, we hold a lunch at a local hotel. And at the Christmas lunch, Santa and his elves always arrive with gifts for everyone. We also organise coach trips and on one occasion, at the invitation of the round table, 
even took three of our members on a barge trip down the River Orwell. This included lunch on board, refreshments throughout the day, followed by a fish and chip supper before leaving for home. None of this could be achieved without the help of our brilliant volunteers, who are always on hand to make sure everyone has a safe and enjoyable time. And we've got two photographs on this page. One of them shows the members showing off their Easter bonnets. And the other photo shows three of the members on the barge trip down the River Orwell. The Pakenham Club. Pakenham is a small village just east of Bury St Edmunds. The village is famous for having a working windmill and a working watermill. Rather like the hub in the centre of the water wheel, our club draws in members from the surrounding villages. We meet in the very comfortable village hall, which is conveniently situated right next to the village shop and post office. We generally have a speaker who will talk for about half an hour and then the highlight is the homemade afternoon tea. We meet on the second Thursday of the month from 2 until 4pm. We have a friendly band of helpers and lifts to and from the club can be arranged. New members are always welcome. Please contact Mary Jane on 01359-259-646. And the photo here shows the Pakenham Club enjoying their garden party. The Sudbury Club. 2020 saw us start with a trip to the new Woolsey Theatre for Panto, a lunch at the Mill Hotel, and various trips organised for the year ahead, including Hintlesham Hall, the Spa Felixstowe, and Coggeshall Grange Barn, to name but a few. However, along came COVID-19, and everything had to go on hold. In a normal year, we would meet up for coffee mornings each month and have a garden party to raise funds. Now in 2021, we have to regroup and look to the future. We hope to restart in July or August with a lunch held locally in Sudbury and hopefully begin our coffee mornings with venue and date yet to be decided. We hope also in 2021 we will be able to take part in the Sudbury Christmas Tree Festival and visit the Panto in January 2022 in Ipswich. Let's do Lunch Club. This is a monthly group organised by Francesca, one of our community workers. On the fourth Tuesday of each month, the group eats at a different restaurant. These have mainly been in and around Sudbury and Bury St Edmunds, but other venues will be considered if enough members are interested. Brandon Group A small group which meets on the second and fourth Thursday of the month in the council office in Brandon. Haverhill Baps Blind and Partially Sighted Club. We meet on the afternoon of every last Wednesday in the month at the Bowls Club. Our members are a lively and friendly bunch from all walks of life and we enjoy meeting up for a chat, a cup of tea or coffee and homemade sandwiches and cakes. On top of that, we provide entertainment, ranging from town criers, bell ringers, to talks on scams advice and everything in between, including sing-alongs and the occasional game of bingo. Once a year, we have a summer garden party, and in November, we have a Christmas performance given by the choir and musicians from Barnardiston School. We round the year off with a Christmas lunch. Our members arrive at the club either under their own steam, use the minibus service if they live in Haverhill, or are given a lift by one of our volunteers. If you would like to know more, please contact Len Russell on 
0440-705-859. And the photo here shows the Haverhill Baps Garden Party held in 2019. Felixstowe Club. We are hoping to restart our monthly socials later in the year. We know how much everyone has missed them and want to reassure our members that we will begin again as soon as the committee feels confident that we have all the precautions in place to keep members and volunteers safe. Once we start up again, the afternoon will be an opportunity to have a cup of tea and cake and chat with old friends and we hope to welcome some new members. We organise entertainment, which is often musical. There is no charge, but you might like to buy some raffle tickets. Transport can be provided. We have already booked the hut for June 2022. A day by the sea with fish and chips and ice cream. Something to look forward to, especially if we can order the sun. We hope to hold our usual Christmas party this year. Word has been sent to Father Christmas to keep a space for us. The committee looks forward to welcoming back both our members and volunteers. And the photo here shows the hut at Felixstowe. Hadley Optimist Group. We like to go out and about, especially to enjoy a meal or coffee and cake at a garden centre, restaurant or in someone's garden. During the winter months, we meet in the social room of our local leisure centre. There we may have a quiz or be entertained by a local personality, choir or band. One of our few meetings in 2020 was a good sing-song with a local ukulele band. We didn't realise that it would be our last get-together for over a year. A highlight of our yearly programme is a trip to the heart at Felixstowe, where we enjoy fish and chips and a walk along the beach. We're hoping that we shall be able to do this in September this year and are also looking forward to enjoying a group Christmas dinner. Suffolk Site Woodbridge District We are a group of around 30 guests and volunteers who meet on the third Wednesday of every month at Woodbridge Football Club. We love live music and have enjoyed ukulele bands, harbour lights and other local acts. Tea follows and of course a raffle. Each year we are incredibly lucky to visit Woodbridge School for a choral concert by the students and they provide tea. Although the occasional quiz stretches our brains with the answers on the tip of our tongues, they offer an entertainment of a different kind. Ufford Park is the venue for a cream tea in the summer and our Christmas lunch in the festive season. We always enjoy a lovely afternoon of tea and chat and are looking forward to meeting up again. The photo here shows the Christmas quiz and lunch at Ufford Park. Mildenhall Sunrise Club the club meets on the third Tuesday of each month with occasional outings to local venues. Bill Rocket, a member of the Sunrise Club, says the highlight of the year is the annual strawberry tea that the group leaders, Brendan and Helen Hughes, host. Bill's other favourite group activity is the regular quizzes. However, what he values most about the club is the opportunity to share and listen to other members, learning all about the fascinating lives that people have lived. Thank you, Bill, for sharing your thoughts. Stowe Market Social Group Whatever happened to 2020 and most of 2021? Who said it will all be over by Christmas? I took on the role of organiser for the Stowe Market Social Group in January 2020. The initial meeting was a get-to-know-the-new-organiser with a quiz thrown in for good measure. The February meeting included musical entertainment provided by the Old Codgers, a trio of accordion players, 
a meal at a local hostelry had been organised for March, only to be dashed by the onset of what we now call COVID-19. You can imagine the disappointment for everyone, not least of all the new organiser. I had asked members for their suggestions for future entertainment. Little had I expected someone to suggest a game called Pandemic. So there I was, furloughed for months on end. Stowmarket group members tend to be an independent bunch with a good dose of stoicism thrown in. So we are all biding our time for a return to socialising in a meaningful way without the present encumbrances. The unpublished programme of events lies waiting in the wings for happier days and a sense of optimism prevails, although, understandably, some individuals are more cautious than others. My initial tenure was so short that I have little to be able to recount about the group's activities, but I look forward to re-establishing contact and trying to put names to faces all over again. I'm sure that members will forgive me if I rename some individuals. And that's from Tony Arnold. Ipswich Clubs A small yet dedicated team of volunteers support various clubs that meet in Ipswich. These clubs are keen to have new members and are looking forward to getting together and planning lunches out when restrictions are lifted. Page 12. Bob the Artist. Haverhill Town Council has displayed local residents' artworks in empty shop fronts in Haverhill High Street to brighten up the town during lockdown. As part of this project, our talented Haverhill BAPS member Bob Cornwall was lucky enough to have one of his many artworks chosen for display, a delightful painting of the Mill House. Bob first started painting and sketching in the 1930s using pencils, watercolours and oils. He enjoys painting various subjects, especially animals. Bob has also had some of his paintings displayed and sold at the local arts centre. Bob says it does get a little harder as his sight gets worse, but he won't give up and tries to paint at least one day a week to keep his mind active. The image shows Bob's painting, The Mill House. Page 13. Consultation on Disability and Taxis in Suffolk. The District Council's licensing teams are collecting feedback on issues related to hackney carriage and private hire taxi services in their area. As part of this review, the councils are keen to understand the views of people who live in or visit Suffolk. For anyone that wishes to comment, highlight issues or feed into the consultation, please send your answers to the questions below to our Community Engagement Coordinator, B, by emailing b.taylor at suffolksite.org.uk or post them to Suffolk Site, 19 Tower Street, Ipswich, IP1 3BE. And I will spell B's surname out for you, which is Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. Question one. Which of the following areas do you live in or visit? Baber and Mid-Suffolk? East Suffolk, Ipswich, West Suffolk. Question two. Do you have any issues, questions, experiences or comments on the taxi service in your area, both hackney carriage and private hire? Question three. Is there anything you would particularly like to highlight to be fed into the consultation on disability and taxis in your area. Question four. Are there enough wheelchair accessible vehicles or enough other adaptations? Question five. Do staff have sufficient training 
Are there good or bad attitudes? Question six. Are there any further comments you would like to make? Please feel free to answer the questions in the knowledge that you can do so in confidence. Responses will be kept anonymous and fed back to Baber and Mid Suffolk, Ipswich, East Suffolk and West Suffolk councils. Page 14. Befriending update. Summer 2021. We're not quite sure where this year has gone, but here we are in summer already. I hope everyone is well and enjoying our post-COVID-19 freedom. May I begin by welcoming new befriending volunteers, Gail Jarrett, Samantha Massimino, Grace Hill, Christine Green, Crina Tyrrell and Andy Mulhern to Suffolk site. It is great to have you on the team and your time is very much appreciated. As you can imagine, there has been a huge surge in demand for the befriending service over the past year due to the restrictions placed upon us by the COVID-19 pandemic. I really cannot thank the befriending volunteer team enough for all the help and support they have given to our beneficiaries during this time. I have heard comments such as, I don't know how I would have coped without my befriender. The calls from my befriender have been the highlight of my week. It really has made a difference to me knowing someone is going to call for a chat. These comments emphasise just how important the role of our befriending volunteers is in supporting emotional well-being and keeping people connected. I am delighted to be able to report that face-to-face befriending visits opened up again as of the 17th of May, with safety measures in place. There have been lots of catch-up meetings going on, with plenty of chatter and much laughter too. If you are reading this and would like to find out more about our befriending service or about becoming a volunteer, please do get in touch. You can call the office on 01284 748800 or email me at a.eves at Reg said, the befriending scheme is a brilliant service. It makes such a difference having a friend you can rely on. And that update comes from Amanda Eves, our befriending coordinator. And there's a lovely photograph, too, that shows Reg Evans, who is befriended by Paul Trevelyan. Suffolk Site Telephone Counselling. The Suffolk Site Telephone Counselling programme has grown from strength to strength since it was launched at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. As we see life getting back to somewhat normal, for some of us this may be a very difficult time, mentally and emotionally. Struggling with everyday tasks and going back out into the world can be even more so with limited sight or no sight at all. We are pleased to announce we can continue to run our successful telephone counselling programme with the recent grant funding from Hidden Needs. With this extra boost, we can continue to support our beneficiaries across the county of Suffolk with this much-needed service. For more information on the Telephone Counselling Programme, please contact your dedicated community worker or the Suffolk Site Office. Volunteering for Suffolk Site Suffolk Site relies on the goodwill of a team of volunteers who support us in providing services to our beneficiaries. Even in these extraordinary times, living with the COVID-19 outbreak, we are always on the lookout for people who can give us any amount of their time to support us. Call Kate, that's me, on 01284 to find out how you can help us now and in the future. Page 16. Safi says, what is a podcast? Podcast.
Simply put, a podcast is a digital audio file, usually spoken word, that is available to download from the internet to a computer or mobile device for on-demand listening. Typically, they are available as a series, and once you subscribe to or follow a podcast, new episodes are automatically downloaded onto your device when an internet connection is present, so you'll never miss a thing. There are podcasts on virtually any subject you can think of, so whether you want to hear the latest fallout from the Line of Duty TV series, or you are on the hunt for gardening tips and tricks, there will be a podcast out there for you. How can I find and listen to podcasts? Many podcast producers will have podcast players built into their website page. So it's just a case of finding a podcast you like the sound of, making sure your device speakers are turned on and pressing play. Alternatively, podcatchers are applications that can be installed onto your computer or smart device that make it easy to discover, manage and listen to new podcasts. If you use Apple products, such as an iPhone, iPad or iPod Touch, there is already a podcatcher installed called Apple Podcasts. If you have an Android device, you can visit the Google Play Store and install the Google Podcasts app. Whichever podcatcher you use, you will be able to enter keywords of interest into a search box and view a podcast's description and past episodes by tapping on its name from the list of results. You will also be able to subscribe to the podcast for free, ensuring that any future episodes are automatically downloaded to your listening list when available. Specialist devices and software also have the ability to play and manage podcasts, including the Victor Reader Stream from Humanware and Guide Connect from Dolphin Computer Access. You can also ask any smart speaker to play podcasts. Just make sure you know the precise name and specify that you are asking for a podcast. Otherwise, you might be surprised by a song with the same name. Suffolk Site News Podcast Our newsletter, along with interim news and events bulletins, will now also be available to listen to in podcast form. So why not subscribe in your podcatcher of choice to stay up to date? Just search for Suffolk Site News or ask your smart speaker to play Suffolk Site News podcast. Alternatively, bookmark the following link in your internet browser. H TTPS colon forward slash forward slash pinecast dot com forward slash feed forward slash Suffolk hyphen site hyphen news. And I shall spell out the first part of that web address. Pinecast dot com is spelt P I N E. C-A-S-T. That's pinecast.com. The images with this article show, obviously, the gorgeous Safi, the guide dog, still wearing her Christmas antler ears. And then we have a couple that show the Guide Connect browse podcast screen and one that shows the search page of Apple Podcasts. There's also one that shows the Victor Reader Trek, which is a portable media player and navigational aid. And the final image shows the Apple Podcast app playing our very own Suffolk Site News. Page 18. Suffolk Site Awareness Drive at Cars on the Green. 
Suffolk site is delighted to be able to get back out into the community once again, speaking to our members and supporters and spreading the word about the services we offer. Debbie joined the team in February this year as the new promotion and network coordinator. Here she tells us about her time attending Bardwell Cars on the Green just a few weeks ago. On a sunny bank holiday weekend, a dedicated bunch from Suffolk site set up a stall in the early dawn. Well, OK, 7.30am. But it was a Sunday. Louis the dog, Arlette's pooch, was on hand to help out too. I don't know who was more pleased when we got the pitch next to the sausage stand. And yes, Louis did get to munch a sausage and some of mine. It was great to finally have an event to attend and a chance to let people know that Suffolk Sight are working as hard as ever to support anyone living with sight loss in Suffolk. The yellow in the sky was not just the sun. It was our bright little stand with a happy bunch of people eager to chat and talk. As a new member of the team, I was really pleased to meet some of my colleagues in person and not just virtually. It was a terrific event, made even better by the interactions we had with the many people who visited our stand. The cars were the focal point, but I like to think we made a good impression on the people we chatted to as well. It was wonderful to be approached by people with all sorts of questions and donations. I was surprised to find we were gifted equipment that people wanted to pass on to other members of Suffolk site who would further benefit from it. I thought this was such a brilliant way to recycle equipment. Most of you I have yet to meet, though I am hoping as my role is to promote and forge new and existing networks across Suffolk that we soon will. My name is Debbie McElhone and I'm really pleased to have joined such a vibrant organisation. So if you spot our bright yellow stool, do drop by and say hello to us. The team will be really pleased to chat. And there are two lovely photos to go with this article. The first one shows the Suffolk site gazebo at Cars on the Green. And the second one is of Debbie. If you know of an event happening in your area that you think it would be good for Suffolk site to have a presence at, we would love to hear from you. Please let us know by giving us a call on 01284 748800 for our Bury St Edmunds office or 01473 611011 for our Ipswich office. You can email us at info at suffolksite.org.uk or you can send us a letter and I'll read out the address later on. We also welcome B. B. Taylor joined the Suffolk site team in February of this year as our new community engagement coordinator. She started out her work life as a volunteer coordinator for a mental health project, has worked in a care scenario facilitated an industry creation and community music project in rural East Africa, has spent time working for Baber District Council and has a more recent background in volunteer management and recruitment. With family experience of the impact site loss can have, B is excited to join the Suffolk site community and support the work that the team are doing. Page 20. Supporting Suffolk Site. East Anglian Beer and Cider Festival in Bury St Edmunds, 25th to the 30th of August. We've had some exciting news that the East Anglian Beer and Cider Festival would like Suffolk Site to be one of the charities they support this year. In return, we're hoping to gather a team of fabulous Suffolk Site volunteers to help out at the festival, whether that's pulling pints, helping set up the event or chatting with members of the public to monitor entertainment areas.
For anyone that fancies soaking up the festival atmosphere whilst lending a hand as a volunteer, it will be a fantastic way to help support Suffolk Site and foster a great relationship with the festival. Plus, who doesn't love a cold pint of real ale or craft cider on a sunny August day? Volunteers are needed between the 23rd and 31st of August and shifts are mostly three hours long, including a break. Spend a spare afternoon or evening helping out or sign up for a few days to get into the full festival swing. Volunteer roles include bar serving, admissions, token sales, customer service and helping to set up and take down the event. If you would like to volunteer at the Beer Festival and meet like-minded people that love all things beer, cider, perry and pubs, please contact our Community Engagement Coordinator B on b.taylor at suffolksite.org.uk or 01473-611-011. You'll be asked to complete and return a volunteer form by Friday the 23rd of July. And I'll just repeat B's surname. It's Taylor, which is spelt T-A-Y-L-O-R. As they'll be supporting a few different good causes, the festival team work on the rule of thumb that Suffolk site will be given a percentage of the festival's profits based on the number of volunteer hours we can provide them. This means the more the merrier, so please share with friends and family who would like to join in the buzz of the festival whilst supporting Suffolk site too. The image on this page shows this year's Beer and Cider Festival logo, and it is the 29th East Anglian Beer and Cider Festival, and it will be based in the Cathedral in Bury St Edmunds, and those dates again, the 25th to the 30th of August. Page 21. Imagine one pound turning into 25,000 pounds. It could happen to you if you play our lottery. A golden opportunity to support Suffolk site. We've launched a lottery and there is a guaranteed weekly winner. One of our supporters will win a cash prize every week and every ticket has a further chance of winning up to £25,000 in a separate draw. Do you fancy a flutter with benefits? Each ticket supports Suffolk site, as 50% of all ticket sales from our page go to us. We are an independent charity and receive no funding from the government. Instead, we rely on our amazing supporters in order to continue our work. Win or lose, you will still be supporting your local sight loss charity. The first draw is Saturday the 31st of July. 2021. You can try your luck and place your stake in a number of ways. Either set up a monthly recurring direct debit or make a one-off payment for three, six or twelve months of tickets. Tickets cost £1 per week and a draw is held every Saturday evening. Winners will be notified by email each week and any winnings will be paid into your nominated bank account. To start supporting us, visit www.onelottery.co.uk and search for Suffolk site or call 01865 678 679 and they can help you sign up. And I'll just spell out that web address. So one lottery is all one word and it's O-N-E-L-O-T-T-E-R-Y. So again, the web address is www.onelottery.co.uk. 
help a small charity have a big impact and sign up today. With better odds of winning than the National Lottery, you'll be supporting our valuable work at the same time. Good luck. And the image on this page shows the launch poster for the Suffolk Site Lottery. Page 22. Other news. An update from British Wireless for the Blind Fund. British Wireless for the Blind Fund is proud to announce that its popular Connect service will continue throughout 2021. The dedicated service was initially launched in April 2020, shortly after the UK entered its first COVID-19 lockdown. Designed to better connect people to essential support networks, the scheme provides a free audio device delivered direct to the door to ensure critical information is communicated effectively and that vulnerable people can access vital support. To date, more than 2,000 radios have been delivered under the initiative. Having proven to be highly successful and in great demand, British Wireless for the Blind Fund hopes that the continuation of the scheme throughout 2021 will enable even more people with sight loss to stay connected, rebuild their confidence and reduce feelings of isolation. The British Wireless for the Blind Fund is striving to provide another 2,000 devices this year. Simon Parsons, the British Wireless for the Blind Fund Regional Development Manager, said, Connect was so successful during 2020 that we are extending the project to support more people with sight loss across the coming year. While we had some very positive news lately about the roadmap out of lockdown, what many don't realise is that life won't return to normal until much later for those with sight loss. With the continuation of the scheme, we want to make sure that people living with sight loss do not become COVID-19s forgotten. We want to ensure that we are doing everything we can to provide mental stimulation, news and entertainment during lonely times. The radios play a significant role in delivering news and information, along with entertainment and perhaps most importantly, a friendly voice and companionship at a time when many people are separated from their friends and families. Please contact the Suffolk site office or your dedicated community worker if you would like to find out more about the British Wireless for the Blind Fund Connect service. Later Life Community Connect Earlier this year, local registered charity BSEVC launched their new Later Life Community Connect support line a single phone number that people requiring information or support on issues around later life can call to receive help and advice. Aimed at those aged over 65, this new and holistic support line is available for people to call seven days a week. Calls will be physically answered every day between the dedicated hours of 10am to 2pm. Outside of these times, you will be encouraged to leave an answer phone message. You only have to make one call and the team will follow up with you at agreed intervals to check on progress and well-being. Later Life Community Connect is coordinated by experienced advisors who will have a chat with you, identify the issue if there is one and look to find a solution or solutions to help. Often, callers may simply just want to chat, and that's fine too. Where needed, the team will refer individuals to other organisations who will then make contact for support. In addition, Later Life Community Connect will also be offering to support people with regular welfare calls if required, through the support of volunteers. After the closure of Age UK Suffolk's information and advice line, there has been a gap left in the provision of support for older people. Whilst not a replacement service, it is hoped 
that the Later Life Community Connect support line will help provide holistic support to those that need it. Later Life Community Connect support line is 01284-334516 and someone will take your call between 10am and 2pm every day. The image with this article shows the logo for the Later Life Community Connect line. In our print newsletter, the next page is an article been sent in from Unseen Suffolk advertising their new audio drama. But as this is the audio newsletter, we're really pleased to be able to include an audio trailer for you. And that is the next item you will hear. Unseen Suffolk present The Mystery of Silom Manor, a dilapidated Gothic manor situated in the wilds of Suffolk, a manor like no other. July 7th, 1929. Dear sister, I have at last received word from Silom Manor that my application for the post of governess has been successful and I am to travel there this very morning. I shall begin immediately, without interview, on a probationary period of six months. Based on my last attempt to seduce a wealthy widower, I expect him to flirt with me by week three, to desire me by week five, and to be totally infatuated by week eight, giving me four clear months to seal the deal and become the next Mrs. Treadgold. Burn this after reading. Your most affectionate sister, Ruth. Dear sister, I have been at Salem for four days and I still haven't met Hugo and Eloise, the master's children. Their habit of whispering in dark corners and breaking things is most distressing and I intend to teach them both some manners. <laughs> Dear sister, the past two nights have been intolerable. The children are starting to frighten me now. They whisper outside my door at all hours of the night. The other servants don't say, but they are afraid of them too. This house is full of secrets. Hello? Is somebody in there? Who is the mysterious man in the attic? And why does the family in the drawing room have to wait so long for their supper? Will the governess win the affections of the master of the house? And what is a priest balloon anyway? Join us live online for the launch of The Mystery of Silent Manor, 9th of July, 2021, where all your questions will be answered. If you would like to listen live and alongside the cast to the mystery of Asylum Manor, tickets can be reserved for free or for a donation from Eventbrite. If you would like a copy of the performance on USB stick or CD, contact Caroline Roberts on 07919282266. There will also be a question and answer session with the cast and crew live on the night. The following information is from the inside and back cover of our newsletter. Suffolk Site is your local community-based sight loss charity, supporting children and adults of all ages. We work hard to provide services that are friendly and practical and to raise awareness of the different aspects of living with sight loss. These can include daily living aids, emotional support, benefits advice and the latest tech solutions. 
you are welcome to book a visit to one of our resource hubs or we can arrange to visit you at home. Find out about our social opportunities, connect to our befriending scheme and be put in touch with other services based on your personal interests. Our dedicated team are here to offer support, advice and guidance based on your individual sight loss needs. We work closely with you for as long as you need, offering ideas and solutions to help with confidence and independence. Suffolk Sight is an independent charity and as such receives no funding from the government. We rely on our amazing supporters to continue our work through donations, legacies and non-statutory grants. Supporting you. Services. As a beneficiary of Suffolk Sight, you will be able to access a wealth of support and information. It's free and you can choose your level of engagement and involvement. Our dedicated and highly skilled team of community workers and technical advisors understand the issues that people face as they live their life with a visual impairment. They have extensive experience and knowledge of the opportunities and choices available to you. The list below highlights some of the areas we can support you with. Daily living and independence, aids and adaptations. Low vision, magnification and assistive reading with referrals to our low vision specialist where appropriate. Financial matters, benefits, grants and concessions. Safety and security in and around the home. Tech solutions, gadget advice and demonstrations. Social opportunities and befriending service. Advice about services that can help you get out and about safely. Children and families support group. Supporting us. Legacies. As an independent charity, we rely solely on donations, legacies and non-statutory grants to continue our work helping people in Suffolk with sight loss, maintain independence and live fulfilling lives. If you would like to leave a gift to Suffolk Sight in your will, then you can be sure that you will be contributing to the work of the charity helping us to reach and support even more people. And we've got a photograph this time on the inside of our back cover. And it's a beautiful display of summer flowering alliums. On the back cover, it gives our contact details. So our website is www.suffolksite.org.uk Suffolk Site is the sight loss charity for the county. Its purpose is to improve the lives of people who are affected by sight loss throughout Suffolk. The contact details for our Bury St Edmunds office is the Disability Resource Centre 4 Bunting Road, Bury St Edmunds, IP 327BX. The telephone number is 01284 748800. In Ipswich, our address is 19 Tower Street, Ipswich, IP 13BE. And the telephone number there is 01473 611011. And the email address is info at suffolksite.org.uk. I'll repeat that. That is info, I-N-F-O, at suffolksite.org.uk. 
www.suffolksite.org.uk. Suffolk Site is a charitable incorporated organisation with charity number 1183608. And I will repeat the COVID-19 update that I gave at the beginning. We are carefully restarting our face-to-face services in line with government guidelines. Due to the layouts of our offices and many of our staff working from home, it is still not possible to accommodate drop-in visits to either of our resource rooms. We are excited to be working with our volunteers on the reopening of our clubs and hope to have all of our groups meeting again by the autumn.